I'm Yasi Salik, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture History Lesson here on the Ringer Dish feed. I'm Jody Walker and we're here today to talk about two historic pop culture icons who are teaming up for the first time in a few short months to make more pop culture history together. I, of course, could only be talking about Rihanna, Miss Riri Fenty, Rihanna, and Little Miss Super Bowl halftime show herself are coming together finally in 2023. And to do so, I am joined by my esteemed colleague and Ringer music expert, Charles Holmes. Charles, how are you? I'm doing amazing. It's it's a nice, when, brisk Wednesday fall in New York. I'm talking about Rihanna. This is what I get paid to do. I can't, I can't complain. I can't complain. How could you possibly be any better than talking about Rihanna? Um, for our Ringer Dish listeners, Charles Holmes is known for his hot takes, and I just can't wait to find out what he thinks about Rihanna taking the Super Bowl stage. So... Quick summary of what we're here to discuss. Uh, Rihanna, the billionaire businesswoman and pop superstar, notably on hiatus here for a few years, hasn't released an album since Anti in 2016, despite constant demand (laughs) from her fans. Constant demand, memeable demand from her fans, was just announced last week uh, that she'll headline Super Bowl 57, the halftime show. So, Charles, just give me your just give me like your your first quick thoughts before we get a little more into Rihanna, the superstar. When it was announced, when it was like Rihanna, I was like, 
Really? Rihanna's not washed. Why is she doing the Super Bowl? <laughs> I was like, Rihanna's still popping. And like, that's, that is nothing against other Super Bowl performers of the past. But generally, when I think about the Super Bowl, like performers, I generally think of like people who are, are on the tail end of a career. They're legends. They are at a point where middle America, they're known, they're loved, uh, but maybe they're not making Billboard hits anymore. That's changed in recent years. But yeah, when Rih- when Rihanna was announced, I'm like, damn, they got Rihanna? Today? She said yes. Like, how much are they pay? She said yes. And like, let's be extremely clear. This is Rihanna's decision, not the Super Bowl's yes. decision. Like, it was Rihanna's to take or leave. And she was like, you know, what the hell? I'm going to set the eyeliner down for a second and I'm going to do the Super Bowl halftime show. I would Can love I to pitch know you on for... this really quick? Yeah, of course. I I get what Rihanna's doing. I think What's that this to? is the this is the perfect type of like celebrity 101 how you do it Cele- uh, she just had a baby with asap rocky you know what i mean everybody's like all right she's been out of the mix the public does not love a story more than like a mom being like oh i'm gonna show y'all i still got it you know what i mean that's a- that's exactly what's happening in terms of, like beyonce's done it before the playbook has like beyonce will have the children and then she's like she'll pop up at coachella and be like yo don't forget y'all I'm still the queen. I still, like, I get busy. The throne is still here. That's what Rihanna's doing. She's trying to tell y'all, don't sleep on me. I I get where you're coming from, Charles. And, you know, clearly you've spoken to a publicist recently and you have a few (laughs) tricks up your sleeve. (laughs) However, I don't see it that way at all. And you know why? Because I barely think of Rihanna as a mom. Of course, I acknowledge that she's a mom. It was a huge deal when she was pregnant. Like, love seeing all her outfits. It's so wonderful for her and ASAP Rocky that they have had a child. But it is like, it's like the last thing on the list of things that I think of Rihanna as. And she was out of the public eye for such a short amount of time while giving birth, you know? I mean, she she was she was gone for a while where, while she was sort of keeping the pregnancy under wraps. Then she comes back out, belly blazing everywhere, in amazing outfits, still in stilettos, walking over street grates as usual. She has the baby, and then they're... They're back out going to dinner in like two weeks, which I still like for me, they're still partying. They're still doing Super Bowl halftime shows. Like for me, there's been no time away. This is not a comeback. To me, to me, this is like, I don't need Rihanna to convince me that, you know, she is still one of the best entertainers alive. But there might be people I'm hearing rumblings. You know, I'm in the I'm in the group chats. I'm in the Navy, the, the Navy and all. We got the mm. DMs. We're going back and forth. They're like, yo, people are sleeping on Riri. And I'm like, hey, Navy, I feel it. Like, I'm about to get uh, I'm about to get on this Ringer podcast. And I'm about to defend Rihanna, even though she doesn't need my defending. I'm just saying she's here. She's back. But I will say, you want to know what I, I think of Rihanna now as... I put her in this category where my favorite Rihanna memory recently is, do you remember when those photos went viral of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky going to Barcade? Yeah, vaguely. So for those that don't know, Barcade is like, 
it's it's like a bar where you go to play video games and i'm like this is what you do when you're like washed this is like what i do when i'm like happy in a relationship it's just like <laughs> what are we doing like let's go play some video games in a bar and connect and i was just like i was so happy for her but also i'm just like rihanna rocky y'all can't like y'all ain't got nothing cooler to do than to go to barcade on a weeknight y'all are y'all are like adults now i just it's hard it's Charles. like i'm like oh they're my age okay well that is that is something that i do think you're going to need to personally deal with because that is what i thought of when you said like well normally it's it's washed stars <laughs> like that are that are doing the super bowl and did we not deal with this last year when millennials suddenly realized that like we're the old generation yeah. you know when we had like people from our youth up there dre snoop Mary J. Blige, I mean, Kendrick Lamar is a slightly like different set than them, but like are all up there. And all of a sudden we all kind of have to be like, wait a second, are we old? And the answer is yes. Rihanna's not washed. We are. <laughs> oh, Rihanna will never be washed. But I will say that Rihanna from time to time, she's booed up. She does. She she partakes in the washed activities of someone who's like in their thirties. It's just like, hey, I'm gonna. I still got that party in me, okay. But I'm gonna. Me and Rocky are gonna go to Trader Joe's. You know, we're. <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing about Rihanna for me is that like she can do stuff like that, and it's a it's like a fun quirk. Her going to Trader Joe's is like proof that she's cool. Her hanging out at Barcade is proof that she's cool because it's so unlikely for her to do, and she can do it still being like this pop culture icon. Whereas if I go to Barcade, it's like, oh, so typical. Get out of there. Wait, what but are you doing? really quick. I don't know for a fact that ASAP Rocky and Rihanna sh shop at Trader Joe's. It is just what I would <laughs> I like to imagine that they, they do, do not. They do not. Night <laughs> no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can guarantee they both step foot in a Trader Joe's. I can guarantee it. Well, I can't, but I want to say I can't. You want it, Charles. I can tell that you want it, but I just, I, I can't, I can't picture it. Now, it's interesting that you say there's nothing Rihanna needs to do to convince you that, like, she's still a pop star. She's still got it. Because I think I actually fall on the other side of that. She doesn't need to convince me because she doesn't have to. I simply have not seen her on a stage since 2018. She hasn't put out an album since 2016. So let's just like talk a little bit, just a little bit, uh, since this is pop culture history lesson about the history of Rihanna, her music, um, Rihanna as a musician, because she sort of hasn't been that, that hasn't been her mainstay in a while. So just, you know, quick debrief. Uh, Rihanna is from Barbados, really small island. She gets signed to Jay-Z's label in 2005 and goes on to put out eight hugely successful studio albums. Um, she's one of the best-selling artists of all time. Her albums and, and single sales are at like two at least 250 million. And she's had 14 number one songs. 31 top 10 songs on the Billboard Hot 100. She's a megastar. Um, and she basically stopped releasing music in 2016. Because she could. And people want more. But She's so, Charles, a billionaire. I'm, 
She's a billionaire. Here's a, here's a solid billionaire. First hot, first hot take of the day. Let's hear it. Navy might scream at me. The thing I love about Rihanna the most is if my ass becomes a billionaire, I'm not dropping music for y'all. I'm sorry. It's not on my, it's not on my agenda. That's not what I want to do. Rihanna, if you would have told me when I heard Ponder Replay on Hot 97 for the first time when I was a kid, like, you know, the, the, the pop star who made Ponder Replay, Rihanna, I'm like, yes, love her. Great. Love that song. She's going to be a billionaire. And I'm like, oh, word off music? That doesn't happen. They're like, no. She's going to launch makeup, uh, clothing lines. She's going to be a billionaire. I just wouldn't have conceived of it in the same way I wouldn't have conceived that Kanye would one day become a billionaire. Here's the thing. I'm cool with that. Rihanna's living her best life. She has she has a kid. She seems happy with ASAP Rocky. Please do not invite him to the stage. We will talk about that later. We will talk about that later. Yo, hold like, on, Eric- hold on to that rage. <laughs> I'm like, why Why do we demand more music from Rihanna when, like, I, I think we forget eight albums in terms of, like, the the cadence that she was releasing them. At her peak, she was, like, releasing an album what seemed like every year or every other year um, at a time when pop stars were dying out. The thing about Rihanna is, can who would Rihanna do a versus with? She doesn't really have peers in terms of, like, there's like Beyonce, which is a generation above her, and then there's Rihanna. There's not anybody else. So I'm just like Rihanna can do whatever she wants at this point because she's the last pop star we're ever going to get. No, that is a bold statement. I think you make a number of great points, which is that she is peerless, like she is one of a kind, and she set her and that I I would say that with her catalog alone, like she was peerless before she became a billionaire, before she became a businesswoman. Her catalog is outrageous, and we'll talk about this later, but even thinking about the set list for this show, she has so many hits and so many songs that people are going to want to hear, and she's so young. It's it's unbelievable, like, what she's done in this small amount of time. And, you know, she was really young when she got signed. She was, like, 16. And I think she was, like, what, 18 when Ponda Replay was, like, her yeah. first big hit? A teenager. And she's 34 right now, so she hasn't released music for six years, so that means 28. So within a decade span, eight albums, and as many hits as she released, I'm like, I don't. I think we sometimes misjudge her legacy in terms of like there are not many artists who can be that productive and also that successful like you there are so many different eras of Rihanna the Ponda replay Rihanna isn't S&M Rihanna if you would have told me the Rihanna from her debut album was going to release an album like Anti I would have been like what what the fuck are you talking about I just don't like that's why it's also weird that she's doing the Super Bowl because to your point it's not something where Rihanna goes to the Super Bowl be like, I want to do this. It's like the Super Bowl, the NFL has to go to her. Jay-Z's Rock Nation, which has partnered with the NFL, they have to ask Rihanna like, hey, would you do this? Would you humble yourself <laughs> yeah. to do the Super Bowl? Like, would you hook back up with the voice coach and humble yourself to do our little show? No, you're, you're so right. And thinking about 
all of her different music and and all of her different she's so influential like we give Rachel from Friends a lot of credit um for you know establishing style hair moments in the 90s but with each new album that Rihanna put out which you noted was at a ridiculous pace she had a new haircut and a new look and a new style that was like so influential she has been this sort of icon even before she started you know, her beauty line and her fashion lines, she was this icon of music. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how Rihanna became a billionaire, as you have, have noted. Um, people are demanding more music because Rihanna has been on basically a music hiatus for the last six years. And Charles, I'm with you. Like, she has put out so music, so much music, that it's like, of course I want to hear what Rihanna's next album would be. Each of her albums have been so different that I simply can't imagine what kind of music she would put out next. But I know not... what she's going to put out next. Okay, Charles, do tell me, please. I, I'm going to ruin your day. It is, what? once again, in, in the pop star history books, everything is a cycle. And... Unfortunately, when you are happy with a partner and you have a child, you have to make the <laughs> life is grand. My life is, oh, oh my God. Like, we're going to get the Rihanna is a mom and isn't life grand. Like, that's what we get. Beyonce gave us that. Like, that's what we get. Like, Taylor Swift has given us that. Like, Taylor isn't a mom, but the, oh, guys, I'm in a, I'm in a committed relationship. We're in love. I'm on my boss shit. Like, can y'all believe that this is the life we get to live? That's why I'm like... I, I need I'm to tell like the listeners <laughs> that Charles is doing a little kind of like physical comedy here <laughs> while he impersonates these pop star icons. It's a lot of arms. A lot of like, I guess, a lot of arms. Uh, here's, the thing, here's the thing. It's just not a, it's just not a woman pop star thing. Men do it and they do it way worse, where it's just like Jay-Z or Kanye will have a son. They're just like, can you believe I got children now? No, men this don't do that, Charles. Like yes, for men, do. when you but but it's different. Like what and I I just I don't see Rihanna doing that because I mean it's possible. And I'm <laughs> I'm happy to eat my words. I'm no music expert. What I am is a vibes expert. And Rihanna is like my favorite thing about her is she's so audacious and like she she doesn't give you what you expect and to be fair she has dialed a lot of that back not because she became a mom but because she became a businesswoman i believe so like she's not out here on twitter like mixing it up anymore like she used to be getting in people's faces and she'll still like get in paparazzi's face r.i.p sierra <laughs> Don't bring Sierra in here. Uh, and and act up. And like she she doesn't do that anymore, but I I do not see her putting out an album that even vibe-wise is about like how wonderful her family is. Here's the thing. I would have I would have said, yeah, there's no way. But then like Beyonce gave Beyonce AJ gave us a trilogy of like <laughs> marriage is dope. Actually. We got cheated on. Actually, we went to marriage counseling. Like, I'm so afraid. That's what we're gonna get. Like, can you imagine if we got like the Carters, but instead it was just Rihanna and ASAP Rocky <laughs> songs? I can't. No, the answer <laughs> is that I can't. The reason I said that like men don't do that is because 
the way that men contextualize, at, at least musically, becoming a father is so different than the way that we have often seen women contextualizing becoming a mother. Like, fatherhood is so much pressure and such a burden. There's nothing precious about it. It's all about, like, legacy. Because isn't it always all about legacy It's all about men? legacy, but also it's always, always about, especially rappers do this. If they have a daughter, please stop making these songs where, like, y'all, did you realize? women are people. My daughter did made you, me realize yeah. that. And I'm just like, please stop releasing these songs. Did you know that everyone is someone's daughter? Can you believe it? ASAP <laughs> Rock true. is about to give us one of those bars real quick. <laughs> and he can do he can do whatever he wants to do. I think Rihanna is gonna, I don't know. I don't know. And we'll see when this album comes and we'll talk about, we'll talk about that some more. But as we kind of like move into the Rihanna that we're going to get at the Super Bowl, we simply have to address a little bit about what Rihanna's been up to the last six years, which as you aptly noted, is becoming a billionaire. Um, she launches Fenty Beauty in September 2017. She launches her Savage by Fenty lingerie line in May of 2018. Uh, notably, co-chairs the Met Gala in 2018. I just, I, I love thinking about her in that Pope hat. I just think it's a, it's yeah. a nice visual <laughs> to keep in mind at all times. And she officially becomes a billionaire in 2021 um, and is ranks as America's youngest self-made billionaire in July 2022. So sorry to Kylie, had to kind of retract that statement at some point. Um, and as we've noted, she welcomes her first baby with ASAP Rocky uh, earlier this year in May of 2022. So the Rihanna that we're getting here in 2022 is a billionaire, businesswoman, mother, pop icon not in a while. We haven't seen her on stage since the 2018 Grammys. And then it's announced uh, earlier this week on Sunday that Rihanna will headline the Super Bowl 57 halftime show in 2023. Charles. What's up? What do you think about this choice for Rihanna to, to perform at the Super Bowl. You've you've kind of said that you that you think that she's an atypical choice. Is that it's simply because she's young? What what like makes her what made you surprised? Cuz to me when I heard this I was like, yeah, uh, other than the fact that I haven't heard her sing in you know live in I guess a number of years, I was like, yeah, of course Rihanna's one of the biggest stars in the world. Of course she should do the Super Bowl. Well, because you, uh, if you look at the Super Bowl halftime shows, if we go 2012, Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5, Shakira, and J-Lo. All of those people, I would say, are, are artists that aren't releasing the biggest mu music of their career anymore. Um, that's not to say that they're like, Oh, why are they here? It's just like, yo, the Super Bowl, traditionally, you have to be this type of artist that they're not going to book Olivia Rodrigo. She doesn't have enough songs. She's not known by enough people. She's just too, she's too green. Then you have someone like The Weeknd, who I put in the Rihanna category of The Weeknd still culturally at a point when, when he drops music, people care. If Rihanna dropped a single tomorrow, people would still care in a way of like, if Justin Timberlake drops, drops a song, it's like, 
it has to be pretty good to to cut through. No, no shots at JT or even like a Katy Perry. Like when Katy Perry performed, she was on the probably on the downside of just in terms of popularity of her career, where she's not, she doesn't, it's not teenage dream. And that's fine. It happens to every single artist. Rihanna is in this weird place of she's taken the six-year hiatus, but she's only 34. And like I said, if Rihanna drops an album, that album will be one of the most successful albums of the year and might be one of the most successful albums of a decade because she is still that type of celebrity. So it's mo- my surprise was more of like, oh, Super Bowl got re Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't have to do this. She like, doesn't have to. A lot of those artists I named, you're like, yeah, it's, it's time for you to do your Super Bowl halftime show. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that's that's true. Th- I mean, I think it goes back to like her not having peers. There's not going to be some one to one correlation here of a past Super Bowl performer like her. And there's not a one to one correlation you could make. I think to like someone else that could do this right now that would be such a huge star that it'd be surprising because there were rumors that it was maybe going to be Taylor Swift and that Taylor Swift said. No, because she's recording her back catalog. No, I don't. I I think that it has been said that that is not true. Rihanna I mean, when is no, I saw no Taylor, one's second choice. When I saw Taylor was potentially rumored to perform, I had the same response. I was just like, really? Taylor's still cooking. Like, she's still young enough in her career. I'm like, Taylor is one of the three, four, five biggest artists in the world, period. Next to like a Drake or Adele. I was like, oh, it's time for Taylor's Super Bowl performance, this is nothing against like re... It would, I would have the same reaction if Drake did it, where I'm like, people are still bumping Drake's music. But I think the Super Bowl is trying to pivot away from the belief that the halftime show is for more seasoned. I'm not going to say watch, more seasoned X. <laughs> He's growing, guys. He's growing as the podcast goes on. <laughs> no, it's an interesting point because I think we're like in a perfect storm of that the Super Bowl is attempting to change. They're attempting to reach an audience outside of their of their current audience, like people who are going to tune into the Super Bowl because of Rihanna, who would not otherwise tune, tune into the Super Bowl. But I also think that we have to acknowledge that, like, for musicians, I think the Super Bowl is like the Oscars. Like, being asked to do the Super Bowl is a really big deal. And it's like, it's a career like bullet point it's like a place to get to that there there is no parallel to like i i do think even though rihanna is basically humbling herself to do the super bowl it's also a it is also a big deal to i mean do this I think, halftime show when i think about this i also think you have to think about what's been happening in music um and we keep talking about Rihanna doesn't have any peers or there's no what there has not been a second type of Rihanna yet in in pop music there just hasn't um and i think what's happening is the reason that they're having to go younger isn't just because they're trying to reach a new demographic it's because there are fewer and fewer artists that are iconic in the way that Rihanna is iconic who has the amount of hit songs that she has um who when literally, if I give you the silhouette, if I black out the silhouette of Rihanna, you can point to it and be like, that's Rihanna. Most artists don't have that level of recognition where you hear one beat of their song and you're like, that's a Rihanna song. And I think that just shows you how 
bad of a state that the music industry is in because you're like, oh, this is that type of superstar is dying in terms of like being able to get up on a stage and it's not going to be a problem of, hmm, does Rihanna have enough songs? It's like, wait, can is 15 minutes long enough to <laughs> can fit we, can all we of the Rihanna songs in there? You know what I mean? Is there any chance that a portion of the second half is available that we could get a couple more minutes? No, it's a great point because when you were talking about like the silhouette, it made me think about how Rihanna was announced. It was her hand holding a football. And you know whose hand it is simply from her tattoos. I mean, she did, of course, like post it directly to her Instagram, but I would have known it was great marketing. I would have known who it was and what it meant. If I knew it immediately. Um, I, I'm curious, Charles, if you think, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that like, or, or it is to me, it seems to me that the Super Bowl has a lot more to gain from this than Rihanna has to gain for this. I think for Rihanna, this is basically a fun thing to do. And here I'll lend some credence to your she's a new mom point, which is like, yeah, let's get out of the house and not go to Barcade. Let's get out of the house and rehearse for six months and put on like a badass Super Bowl show, show people that I can still do it, whatever she has in mind. But for the Super Bowl, I think it's like a huge deal. Like she is a young star. She has so many fans and they're getting her to do her first performance in four years. Like that's crazy. The, you know, the numbers are going to be high. People are going to be tuning in. But I'm curious if you think that Rihanna has like anything to lose here. Like, is this a bad choice for her in any way? Uh, I don't think it's a bad choice for her in any way. The thing that I actually do worry about is I think that Rihanna as a sex icon was so revolutionary because not only with every single album is she is she launching hair trends or fashion trends, but I remember Rihanna was one of the first artists that was really reshaping the way we think of how a pop star can look in terms of just like not having to be real thin. She was very much on the forefront of like, I'm going to look how I want to look. She And now when you see other artists like a SZA or everyone come after her, they're way more willing to have those conversations of like, why are we letting this industry dictate what's sexy, how I look? Like Rihanna is at the forefront of being like, fuck y'all, I'm going to be who I want to be. I'm going to be as sexy as I want to be. My, I'm going to shape my body the way I want it to be. And is the NFL a place where Rihanna can be 100% of who she is? The badass kind of like, sometimes you watch a video, be like, damn, they, they, she put this in a video? This is like, this is a, bitch better have my money, Rihanna. Can we get that level of sex icon? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw the middle finger up. because. What happened to MIA? MIA is someone who's just like, they they blackballed this after <laughs> her small ass performance. So that's what I worry about is like Rihanna's gonna kill it regardless. Is the NFL and the politics around the NFL um ready for that? It in a lot of ways, it reminds me of what happened to Janet in a lot of ways, which it's like Janet is this sex icon. Janet is this woman that is like pushing what it means to be a powerful black woman in R&B in pop at a time where you're not you're not seeing so many of them so I'm just like and we see what happened with Janet Jackson I'm just like 
is the NFL ready to let a powerful black woman be that on stage? I don't know. Beyonce has proved that, like, yes, but I like, I'll ask you this. Beyonce to me was never as to your point, audacious as Rihanna. Like Rihanna, like Beyonce, you could tell she was a Destiny's Child media trained. What like she's very like, hey, I'm Beyonce. I get I'm gonna play the game. Rihanna don't play anybody's game but Rihanna. And that's not a diss to Beyonce. It's a different, it's a different artist. But like Rihanna not playing by the NFL's rules. No, and and it's it's not a diss to Beyonce. It could be a compliment to Beyonce in whichever way you sort of like personally think about it and think about like being a business person. Because even though Rihanna is like, you know, a businesswoman outside of music now, like with all of her brands, you also have to be a business person as a musician as you make these decisions and how you like deal with these bigwigs and with these systems around you and the Super Bowl and the NFL is like running against a wall. I mean, I don't know. Charles, did you watch the um did you watch the JLo Super Bowl halftime documentary? I, here's the thing. I can't Charles, I love, you answer I, me right now. I, I didn't. I didn't. It, it, it was gonna hurt too much. Cause here's the thing. I'm happy for JLo. I'm happy for Ben Affleck, my godfather. But I was seeing clips from the, the talk, and I was just like, "Jayla, no." Well, Charles, if you if you'd like a summary of that documentary, please, please. you can. Well, I, you can listen to an hour long episode between Juliet Littman and I right here on the Ringer Dish Network, where where we talked about about the doc, and it was it was good. It was not revolutionary, but it did give a lot of insight into like what some of those conversations with the NFL look like, and that. J-Lo, who, of course, like, has also made her own mark in the music industry and and with some of the stuff you were talking about, about, like, looking different than when she was coming up than what other pop stars were looking like and, you know, being Latina and, and different things. But she's not the audacious pop star that Rihanna is. And she was getting pushback about the things that she wanted to do at the Super Bowl. Having phone calls the day before the Super Bowl where they're trying to tell her that she can't use these this sort of cage imagery that at the time, uh, during or just after Donald Trump's presidency, that she was wanting to use. And it was extremely subtle. And she pushed and she used it anyways. So like... It was sort of an interesting look at what that back and forth looks like. And I simply cannot imagine what that back and forth is going to look like for Rihanna. How are you going to tell Rihanna? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. I If I was working at the NFL, they're like, yo, walk down to the stage and tell Rihanna she can't do that. I'd look at my boss and be like, fuck you. Uh, I quit. <laughs> Me telling Rihanna what she could do? Nah, I'm cool. It's a good point, Charles, but you work for the ringer, not the NFL. They are crazy. Like, they do think that they're the boss. Like, it is a big entity, and they do have a lot of power. Like, I'm not saying that they have more, but it, it's, it's you know, it's an artistic endeavor of Rihanna coming up against a business, business endeavor of the NFL. And I think that that always presents issues, but it also brings us to talking about Rihanna's music and what we could possibly expect from this set list. Because as I was trying to think of like, what is she going to sing? You're already bumping up against a lot of sexual stuff. Oh, there's, a there's lot already of yeah. stuff. 
So there's already some songs I'm like, there ain't no way they let you perform this right. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Let's just start. I I would love to get your, you know, music expert, fabulous palette take of what are some of like the most obvious song choices that you think there's like no doubt about it. She is going to be singing these songs in her like compilation of how many songs did they did they usually put together in the halftime show? Like it it, it depends because it depends upon how Ree is gonna attack it. Re can attack it in a couple ways. Re can be like, hey, I want to play a minute of each song. I really want people to feel it. She can do what a lot of people have started to do, which is like, we're going to do the fast medley. And I think that's the best route for Rihanna because Rihanna's the type of star where it's, when I say like, they don't make stars like Rihanna anymore. Rihanna has pop records. Rihanna has dance records. Rihanna has R&B joints. Rihanna has stuff that's for the hip-hop people. Like, the she's going to have to satisfy multiple generations, uh, multiple races, multiple, pe- like, a lot of people. So what I think is going to happen is De- shoe wins for definitely getting played. Ponder replay is getting played. Work, getting played. Kiss it better. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Umbrella is definitely getting played. We found love, absolutely. 
S and M. That's another joint. I'm like, big Rihanna record. Is the NFL letting her play S and M? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And personally, I feel that's not one she has to push for. It's not one I have to hear. S and S and M is a joint, though. That's a joint. It's a joint. It's it is a bop. (laughs) I'm just like, I think there are certain songs that are gonna hit off that stage. And for me, that's not necessarily one of them. That's maybe my one hot take of the episode is like, I don't have to hear S&M. You're breaking think, my heart. I'm I'm so, I'm so sorry, Charles. But I think I'm also just like, I don't, I, there are so many options and like, that's a tough one. That's going to be tough to get on the stage. But, but I maybe don't want, so. I don't want the like dance record Rihanna joints. I know those are the ones that she's going to have to play, but like, that's not, here, I think Anti is her best album. And I'm just like, there's a bunch of songs off Anti. It's just, it's her best album. But I also have to realize, like, when you're at the Super Bowl, come on, like, people want to hear work. Like, I just, like, I just, there are the songs that people want to hear. Like, they don't want to hear. What are some, Rhea, I'm going to list off some more. Like, okay. Hmm. These are, so, are these songs you think are going to get played or these are what you want to hear? Or both? These are, these are songs like, all right, that like I don't want to hear, but I'm like, okay, we found love. She's gonna play it. We found love is not one of my favorite Rihanna songs. If I'm being real, okay. But if it comes on in a club, which is kind I'm of the vibe away. that this what? <laughs> Even during the like a club playing, we club found love music. in 2022. Hell okay. no. But if it's like a Rihanna night, I mean, but this isn't a club in 2022. It's a compilation of hits. I'm just saying, as me personally, I like some of her other songs better. Another big song, Love the Way You Lie with Eminem. Please don't play it. But a lot of people... Please no. Please no. Here's the thing. The NFL crowd loves Mountain Dew and they love Eminem. So (laughs) it's just, that's what... Okay, but the thing is, did they not get their fix of Mountain Dew and Eminem last year? They never get their fix. They never get their fix. Another song, Run This Town. Is she going to bring Jay out? Is she going to bring... Kanye, probably not. Does does Jay do Run This Town with her? Does he do Umbrella? What are we... You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I think, you know, we can talk about this. Like, I, I think that Jay feels like a pretty obvious choice as a guest. I mean, he also got his time last year, but like makes a lot of sense. They have songs together. He owns the record label. Like he, he was a bit, a big part of making this happen. As I thought about like, who is Rihanna going to bring on stage? Cause you know, that's a big part of Super Bowl performances. I just couldn't help, but feel that like, I don't, I don't want to see any men on stage with her unless they're in full drag. I just, she's like, she's just such like a, powerhouse woman icon, even though she has all these collaborations with like, uh, and a lot of, you know, some of her best songs, it's just like, I just don't want it. It's just a feeling thing. You're right. You're absolutely right. I do not want Drake on this stage. I don't want Mm -mm. fucking ASAP Rocky on this stage. Mm -mm. I don't want Eminem on this stage. Like, you are 100% right. Now, this is not my opinion. I'm just going to push back. Do you think, in terms of star wattage, that the NFL is going to push because like this is the same NFL that didn't think Shakira could do it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like this is part of their calculation always seems like even Beyonce brought out guests. Do you think that they're going to be like, hey, you're going to call Jay, put in a call to M. Like I don't think, like I want just Rihanna. I want, because do you remember that 
I think it was the Video Vanguard Award. The the performance that she did there, I would want something where I'm just like, Re can carry this from minute one to minute 15, 20 by herself. I don't think the NFL is going to be happy if she does that. I don't know. It's an interesting case because of the hiatus. There's such demand to see her. There's almost, I think, no demand for her to share the stage. We've gotten so little Rihanna but we're Rihanna as a music fans. artist. But we're Rihanna fans. You have to think about, like, I. they always get mad when I say this. You've got to think over the flyover states. They, like, hey, like, I'm getting up. I'm getting up to go get some chips while Rihanna does the halftime show. And if they hear Eminem's voice, they like, oh, it's Eminem. It's Slim Shady. Like, but here's like what I'm thinking. The TV's already on in in these houses. You know, like in people who are tuning in for the football game, the TV's on. They've already got those viewers. They don't have to please them. They got to please me, someone who writes for a sports website and doesn't watch sports. Like I'm tuning in for Rihanna and I would be thrilled to watch her do a 15-minute set no men, maybe like some drag queens and, you know, Tom Holland, if you're nasty, like, let's, let's see like oh, how keep Tom <laughs> Holland away, keep him away. He, the Tom I did Holland to video, incite you, Charles, the, I did the it Tom, to incite you. The Tom Holland Rihanna video is in my list of like videos that need to be retired from the internet. It's been posted too much. It's seared into our brains. It's going into the vault. That's all I have to say about Tom Holland. Keep him away. Rihanna, do not invite him on this stage. Zendaya, lock the little man in his room and don't let him out until the performance is over. Charles, the people want it. I don't know if you've been on Twitter.com lately, but the people want it. What people? White people? Sure, <laughs> Those <are> probably. My <laughs> people. <laughs> I know a lot of none people. of my people want it. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, speaking for what I see. <laughs> I don't want it. I am a proponent of 100% Rihanna. No, that's hard to do. It is hard to do to get like no breaks, no nothing. But, you know, we'll see. I'm curious. I've I've said a few of mine. Are there any other songs that like you really don't want to hear Rihanna sing? And also, are there any songs like S&M that you really want that you think there's just like no way? she's going to be able to do. Well, it, it. my question for that, we already talked about it, is both uh, S&M, there's no way that they're going to allow her to do that. But like, yo, give me Dominatrix Rihanna, halftime, a bunch of kids, like sitting in the parents are like, what the fuck is happening? Get out of here. Like, I, that'd be the funniest. Like, that'd just be like, just scandalizing a generation, which Rihanna is known to do. Like, let Rihanna be Rihanna. If you're going to let Rihanna be on this stage, just let her do her. That's all I pray for. Yeah, I I think it can happen. You know, call me a hopeless pop star romantic, but like Rihanna has the power to pull that off and to find the right balance, I think. like, But no love able- the way you lie. That's, that's a no for you? Absolutely. If, if, if Rihanna plays love the way you lie in 2022, I'll shut my TV off. I'd be thrilled to not have a almost like a slow song or a ballad in the br- in the bunch. 
Ooh, what ballad? Just, what's that? What ballad? What ballad you want? I'm saying I don't want a ballad in the you bunch. You don't? No slow songs. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I don't know. I guess what are we constituting as as ballad? What like, ballad would you want to She's going to play Diamonds. Like, Diamonds is kind of like... I, yeah, that's true. I, I guess I don't think of that as as like a a, a plaintiff ballad, but I, I'd be happy to hear Diamonds. I love Love You don't want to hear brain. Stay? No, I don't want to hear Stay. <laughs> I don't want to hear Stay. Is Stay is stay Your Love the Way You Lie where you're like, yo, free, keep y- Stay it, in the back it, pocket. Don't it play that. It is. Thing. It's like, I'm happy for people who like this, but hearing it is tough for me. I don't, like stay <laughs> please i don't like stay either so we're on the same. <laughs> okay great i want to hear bitch better have my money though i, I want to hear. hear bitch better have my money so bad charles <laughs> can she do it is it gonna can it no, fly it's not flying they should let it fly but it's not flying i can tell. is there a way is there <laughs> is there some sort of crafty way to shape this language that we can get bitch and i that's the vibe i want like i want the vibe of bitch better have my money yeah however we can achieve it whether it is through the actual song or not so let's talk about the elephant in the room which is for all the people out there who have been asking for six years, this was pretty surprising that Rihanna is going to play the Super Bowl after not having put an album out in six years, not having been on stage in a long time, been focusing on the makeup, focusing on the lingerie. She's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Charles, music expert, what does this Super Bowl announcement mean to us for getting new music from Rihanna? Absolutely. What do you nothing. think it means? Nothing? Absolutely. It means nothing? nothing? Here's the Charles. thing. Fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. We're at the point in Rihanna's career where it's like she's joined Frank Ocean, where it's like, y'all, stop asking for it. I'm not going to believe that a Rihanna album is coming out until I wake up, go on Spotify, and it's staring me in the face. And if she releases an album, will I be surprised? No. But we have to stop this. Rihanna is happy. Rihanna is a billionaire. Rihanna has a beautiful, like, baby boy or girl. I forget which one it is. Everyone. If she doesn't give us new music, it's fine. Navy, do not start an insurrection. I'm begging I don't think there will be an insurrection. But I think that, like, it, it would be fairly unwise for Rihanna's, like, emotional health to have done this without the anticipation of putting out new music. Because it it suggests that something's coming. But we say this every single time. And she Charles, doesn't drop don't new you music. dare say every single time to me, she's never done the Super Bowl halftime show before. She's never done anything like this to suggest that there would be new music. She Maybe. had a... Right, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think, <laughs> I think when she dropped... The pregnancy photos, that's bigger than anything that's going to happen on this, the Super Bowl. And she didn't drop any music after that. Pregnancy has nothing to do with music. She's it about has to do anything to do with music. She's about to do that stage performance. She is singing that don't again. That don't, that don't mean nothing for Ree. She probably thinks she's like, damn, this is going to sell a lot of fancy product. <laughs> That is not true, Charles. You are be- you are being defiant. 
<laughs> I'm not being nothing... defiant. I'm, I'm trying to navy. Hear me out. I love you. I'm one of you. I'm just trying to I say know. we've been hurt too many times. I know. Right? Until Re A says shit. Re A says shit about new music. Until Re is just like shit's coming. It's dropping Super Bowl. I won't believe it, and I just want to protect the hearts and minds of the Navy out there. I'm not saying she won't drop new music. I'm just saying until until we get any inkling that she will. I can't. I I I, I want to be a good music journalist if I lie to you, Jody. You know? That is true, Charles. And you are a music journalist. You're also a Rihanna fan, and I can tell that you're protecting yourself. <laughs> I am not a music journalist, and here's what I'm here to tell you: is I am ready to get hurt again. <laughs> I I am opening my heart to new music, and if I have to take the heartbreak, I'll take it. But I I do think this has something to do with new music. Hey, if if it does, I I want to be proven wrong. Rihanna proved me wrong. I don't want to be right. I would love to listen to a new Rihanna music after the Super Bowl. I would, even if it's a single, just a morsel. Just give us a morsel. That's all we want. I just history has just proven when you want something from Rihanna, she's going to do her best not to give it to you. That's true. She's also <laughs> defiant. She's like, fuck. <laughs> she's she's been for years. She's like, hey. Fuck y'all little album. I, <laughs> I got a Fenty fashion show. Shut up. <laughs> it's true. And I've been thrilled with my Fenty. I'm wearing Fenty eyeliner right now. It's probably my favorite thing about Rihanna is that she gives us Ooh. so much. And she also says, fuck you. You can't have it. <laughs> I, I love that. I love the attitude. And I can't wait to see it on the Super Bowl stage. So I, Charles, I'm, I'm with you. Anything, anything left, anything left to add about the Super Bowl? Any other um hopes you would like to dash before before we head out? Oh, I'm not trying to dash any hopes. Here's the thing. <laughs> the, the last thing I have to say is like Rihanna, you know me. I support you. I support Rocky, lesser so, but you know, he's your boo, so I'll be I'll be nice. If you want to send any Fenty product to Jody or I, just let us know. If you wanna if you wanna support the podcast, you know, become a sponsor, let us know. I'm always in not only am I always in the business of getting free shit, but my soul isn't worth that much. So I will say that your Super Bowl performance is perfect for the right price. <laughs> we are we are happy to be Fenty influencers. Please, yeah, hell yeah. please, please contact our editors. We we would be thrilled. <sighs> oh, Charles Holmes, thank you so much for thank chatting you. with me about Rihanna bringing your music journalist <laughs> expertise here to the ring of dish. <laughs> and your wonderfully open negativity and pragmatism. We really, <laughs> my my non-pragmatic self really appreciates it. Thank you so much to our producer, Devin. And stay tuned to The Ringer Dish for more pop culture history lesson and more pop culture at large. See you next time. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.